And if we don't acknowledge that nature, that natural beastly nature that yeah. is can be untamed. I mean, there's part of us inside that could be untamed and wild yeah. and it raunchy. Leaking out. It, leaking out. You've got to guard against that. It does start one one text at a time, one phone call, one interaction, right? And it builds, right? And then you have these thoughts, um, and they don't even start out bad per right. se. Just the thought of, oh, I should reach out to this person. Mm, not if you don't have like legitimate reason to. This is the Way to Go podcast, and we are about faith, family, and daily life. We're about taking God's word, breaking it down making it practical to everyday living. Now, if you want to watch the show, you can actually go to Eagleville Bible Church. Just go to YouTube, type in Eagleville Bible Church. You will find it on the Way to Go playlist. But again, faith, family, and daily life. This is what we're all about. Welcome to the Way to Go podcast. I am Bill McMahon. Along with me is Eric Barfell talking about Dr. Stalkers, <laughs> Stalker, who wrote the Seven Deadly <laughs> Sins, and I love that. I do. I love. I love that name. You know, meet the stalkers. <laughs> Who's <laughs> Ms. been coming to your Mr. church, Mr. and Mrs. Stalker? Yeah, it's been so long since I've seen the stalkers. I yeah. really miss them. But yeah. he he wrote a great book. It's 1901. And some of the language you can tell because you've read this chapter and I've read this chapter. He called it luxury, but really it's lust. And he said this is that what he's talking about is all offenses of whatever kind against the seventh commandment. You shall not commit adultery. That's Exodus twenty fourteen. Young women need to be warned as they go out into the world that their ruin may be attempted by the very men from whom they should receive consideration and protection. And so he's talking about uh, men trying to seduce women and not worrying where the woman should be able to count on that guy to protect her mm-hmm. and guard her dignity and her honor and her reputation. Mm-hmm. And they're not. So yeah. I think that's a that's a sad thing because I think women should expect us to treat them well with respect and not just want to do whatever we want to them to fulfill our own desires and really yeah. forget about what's best for them. Yeah, it's it's super unfortunate when uh, someone's lustful desires, their their fleshly desires, overtake them and, and make regrettable decisions. Right. Well, hopefully they regret these decisions. Oh, right? I think they will. I think people I think people regret decisions all the time. When I was in the seminary, I talked to guys that were uh, extremely immoral. I mean, they weren't a little bit immoral. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was like, it was like their job in life was to sleep as, with as many women as they could. That's and sick. they became Christians. There wasn't one of them that ever said, I'm glad I did that. They all said the same thing. They mm-hmm. wished they had done none of it. They regretted it. So, yeah, I think that in some ways when you're trying to avoid these sexual sins and you're trying to avoid lust, which leads to things you shouldn't be doing, it's protecting yourself in the long run, and you're going to save yourself a lot of regrets and heartache. But in talking about lust, Matthew 5.28, Jesus said, I say to you that everyone who looks at a woman with lustful intent has already committed adultery with her in his heart. So they were saying, well, I didn't commit adultery. He said, no, but you're lusting, and lusting is kind of the pathway Mm -hmm. to potentially committing adultery anyway. Right. I'm killing you in my head. Right. Okay, thanks. You know, it, that's not good. That's no, not a good thing. Still having, having those ill thoughts and stuff. Yeah. Right. Oh, geez, that's bad. Because what murder doesn't start with hate anyway? So it's in mm-hmm. your, it's a hard issue. And a lot of the sins that Jesus Christ said, a lot of our sins that we do, things that we shouldn't be doing, like cheating on your spouse, I would say is one of the big deal. I would say one of the biggest ticket items that you could do. Because sometimes they'll say all sin, sin is just sin. It's all the same. The consequences of me going 68 miles an hour in a 55 
is not nearly as severe as me cheating on my wife. You sure. can't even compare me overeating one day and then having to run an extra mile another day sure. can't even be compared to me going yeah. and sleeping with another woman and how my wife would feel about that. Because my yeah. wife is not heartbroken, going to be heartbroken and in tears because I got a speeding ticket. All, all sins are the same as far as, yeah, it's a sin. Right. That right. Your consequences are hell, you know. Right. But at the same time, your consequences are weighted very differently. Right. You're going to hurt a lot of people uh, with some consequences right. than others. So what I've found with when it comes to moral issues and keeping yourself moral, you have to have certain things that you're guarding yourself against. Absolutely. Uh, having like, uh, for me as a guy, I just can't have a super close relationship where, and when I say this, I'm not saying that I'm, yeah, there are certain women. Yeah. I'm super close to them. Consider them, you know, among my greatest friends. It's not that it's just, I'm not going to be pouring out my heart to them every day. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to be, they're the ones I'm going to rely to on my problems. And I'm starting to use them as my crutch instead of my wife. And I'm replacing right. my wife with them. I'm not doing that because once that emotional attachment at that level is yeah, formed, then it's absolutely. easy to go physical. And so that's the kind of stuff that I'm always trying to avoid. It's like, I can't, create a, an emotional bond that's building a bridge to this other person. Because mm -hmm. typically the way I look at uh, the females in the world, you're on one side of the river and I'm on the other side of the river. I can't get to you in a sexual kind of way unless I'm going to build that bridge to you intentionally. Because exactly. exactly. I'm not an animal that's just going, right, let's go get drunk and party. And I'm just going to, that's not who I am. So as long as I'm not building the bridges and making this connection and constantly reaching out and constantly talking and constantly, I'm not going to have a problem. But that's, that's protection, right? Yeah, I mean, that's protection. It does start one one text at a time, one phone call, one interaction, right? And it builds, right? And then you have these thoughts, um, and they don't even start out bad per right. se. Just the thought of, oh, I should reach out to this person. Mm, not if you don't have like legitimate reason. To, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, I'm bored. Better reach out. No. Cause it's a it's a real slippery slope, right? Yeah, it can be. I think um, case by case. I mean, you got to go by. There's some uh, people that I know. They go to our church. Then every once in a while, I'll write to them and say, "Hey, what's up? How you doing?" Just to say hi. Sure. Nothing to it because I look at them like I'm not saying quite like my kid, but they're I've just been close to them for years, right. and so it's different when you're the shepherd and, of yeah. the flock yeah. too. Yeah. You got to keep an eye on the people, and yeah, I, I, totally I think you know your own that, heart but, too. I think you know your own heart when somebody's yeah. kids age. Just like no, I mean, I'm just not, not interested. Sure, and and you know it. There's Certainly. other cases that are more problematic, and you also know it. And I think you can't build that bridge. But he says, when it comes to lust, the indulgence of such thoughts in secret prepares the way for open yielding to temptation. Such thoughts themselves deeply stain and pollute the soul. The more they are repeated, the more the mind returns to the same subject and i think when you're talking about lustful thoughts i mean obviously pornography should be out because you can't look at pornography and not lust i think pornography is an absolute exploitation of women it's it's polluting your mind mm -hmm. it's causing you to see women as objects which i think is one of the most dangerous things that that we have is like every woman is sized up for how would she be in bed mm -hmm. as opposed to character intelligence so on and so forth so i think it's problematic from that perspective Absolutely. you can't keep your mind clean so that that's an issue if i'm not to lust that i got to be careful of what in the world i'm looking at yeah and you for all the for all the people who only believe in the science will look it up like pornography is truly poison and the the effects that it has on the human brain are detrimental right uh, like it's it's astounding right just watching like videos and everything like ew it's so bad right so bad and like i don't know D don't go too deep into the study but no it through and through it is poison yeah it is poison oh and, and the thing is a multi-billion dollar industry yeah like it's huge i mean there's Certainly. stuff all the time I and mean, you're constantly if you're on instagram you're constantly getting uh 
requests, like mm-hmm. message requests. And you know that it's clickbait or if you go to it, you can tell. Like if there's a bunch of people in yeah. there. You see it on YouTube guys, comments too in the comment. Oh my, yeah, it's. Sometimes not as much for me there. Usually it's there, but I delete all those comments. I don't look at them. Right. And then of course, all your friend requests, not all of them, but there's plenty of friend requests sure. that comes as. Uh, all social media knows? platforms, yeah. it, it's like a leak into it. And yeah, you, usually you can tell right. like Nanya Wapudi from, you know, and you're looking out of there from Istanbul. It's like, I don't really think I know anyone from Istanbul. So exactly. you know that it's not her either. I mean, like, they just okay, take, this is a you scam. know, it's probably a bunch of guys sitting around in a room getting pictures <laughs> off other people making you think it's them. It's not them. Yeah, that's the kind of stuff where I just don't, you know, I, I stay away from that because I think your thoughts is where the true battles won or lost mm-hmm. and you've got to work towards discipline. I, I don't know. For guys, I think it's, you know, we're wired to notice women. And one of the things I've argued is, hey, if I go by a beautiful mountainside, I notice it. If I see a waterfall, I notice it. If I see a muscle car coming down the road, I notice it. If I see a beautiful woman, I notice it. I don't know or notice her. I don't know that we're talking about that, you know, that you can't notice someone's pretty. I've talked to my wife about it. She goes, well, Bill, I notice girls are pretty. I don't think it's a problem. Sure. You know, say, yeah, they're right. pretty. Right. You know I mean? They, and so that's, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about undressing these people with their, your eyes and doing stuff with them. Right. You shouldn't be doing right. And going through in your head, kind of rehearsing the immorality aspect of it. I'm going to rehearse this in my mind. I'm going to practice it in my mind. Jesus Christ said, you're on your way mm-hmm. at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Bill, I think you're pretty good looking. Yeah. So hey, I notice. Your- <laughs> I notice. You know what the thing is? True. You brush I, your hair today. I noticed. I just, here's what I want you to do. I just want you to be disciplined in your thoughts. That's all I'm asking. <laughs> <laughs> but here it says, young man, in uh, 2 Timothy 2.22, flee youthful lusts, but pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace. I think that's a great verse. First uh, Peter 2.11, dear friends, I urge you as foreigners and exiles to abstain from sinful desires, which wage war against your soul. And there's one, like your desires can actually wage war against your soul. Mm. Oh, I mean, yeah. That, all kinds. I mean, there, there could be desires for, you know, just getting rich quick or you put money so high. We talked about, about this in the last episode. I mean, you could just have that desire for money so badly that you would do anything. You would cheat. You would lie. You would yeah. steal just to get it. You make your whole life about it to the point you're forgetting even about your friends and doing stuff with them because everything's about you making money or your business. Well, that that's wrong too. And I think in, in lust, man, these desires wage war against our souls. So what do you think about that from the lust aspect of kind of curbing some of that? Oh, I think it's huge because a lot of times there's things we want to do and there's also things we, we need to do. We have to do right. Uh, like in college, people were coming to visit me on a Saturday. It was like on a Friday night, I'd much rather go out and hang out with my friends than clean this place up. Right. What needs to be done. If is clean this place up, if not, everyone's going to come over tomorrow and be like, you're a slob. Right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, right. I am. Right. Uh, no. So there's things It's like you have to choose to do what is right, right. in this in this instance. It's going to have, as you were saying, it's going to have big consequences. I think, too, there's uh, when you come to social media as a guy like I have four accounts that. I'm a manager of. Mm-hmm. So on those accounts, there's all kinds of images that come up mm-hmm. because you're following people from all over the world. Now, most of mine would be this either going to be nature. It's going to be car related. In other words, old cars and stuff like that. Uh, it's going to be abandoned hubs and whatnot. Sure. But even in within those venues, oh, yeah. there, there are certain things that go on that you'll notice. It's like, okay, well, that was kind of inappropriate the way that, you know, so then it's a matter of you making a choice. I'm not going to look at that. I'm just not going to look at it. I'm moving on. I'm going to keep on going. 
Yeah. If it, yeah, and a lot of it, uh, that's the social media is. It's for their own attention, gratification kind of right. thing. If I don't give a like or give a comment on it, it I don't want to give them oh that attention I kind never of thing. Do. So I mean, there, there's one person I follow, and every once in a while, they'll show something that's inappropriate. It's not the worst thing ever. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not. Sure, sure. But still, it, I, if I, they were my friend, I would tell them it was inappropriate. Like, they were a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. I would be like, you know, you really shouldn't be putting those kind of pictures exactly. on there. Most of their pictures aren't, but they're moderators of a hub that I'm kind of participating in and so on and so forth. So, yeah, I don't pitch them out because of that. Right. But right. on the other hand, yeah, it's, it's my choice to say mm-hmm. I'm, I'm definitely not going to like it. Yeah, because I don't want to encourage it. I'm definitely not going to lay a comment down there because right. I'm not going to encourage a young lady to dress in a way that I know mm-hmm. men are going to be having bad thoughts. Yeah, as the Bible says, they're if it doing causes it, you to sin, cut right, it out. Right. So there you go. Unfollow, delete, block. Right. There, there it is. It doesn't. Well, especially you don't need to like overcomplicate. Yeah, especially if there's an. But I'm not going to like it. I'm going to move on because I know right. that's not all that they're about and sure. whatnot. And so you know you have another connection. No, I, but I'm the same it's way. Not, I, I don't prefer. That. I don't prefer it, obviously. But when you come to those, I think that these are places where there can be real temptation for guys, because that's a wide open thing. Somebody sometimes I'll go on and the way Instagram works, like if you want followers, you follow people, they follow you back you're trying to connect with people who are doing some of the same stuff you do. And if you're interested in travel, you're interested in hiking, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. So people will like your posts. You'll go through and you'll see who you haven't followed. So you'll go click, 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 click. Well, one account that I clicked on to see what they were all about, where they were all about, you know, nudity apparently because right. that's what all the pictures were so that, that's not an account i follow i just move on right. i'm like Good. i'm not following this account this is what i'm not interested in but i think that's where it takes discipline as an individual to say i'm choosing not to look at this i'm choosing not to think this way i'm choosing not to go here in my mind mm-hmm. like these are choices that i'm making and you want to be a successful at that as possible. Sure. Let's put it that way. Sure. If and there, gonna, there's things it's like, well, it's not that bad, but it's not exactly good. You know, I had a professor in college. He's like, ask yourself, does it promote holiness? Right. Does it promote good thoughts in your mind? Right. Cause yeah, there, Oh, you can argue all day. Oh, it's not that bad. Right. I've seen where, Oh, it's not actually that bad though. Okay, great. You're right. right. But at the same time, what does it do to your thoughts? Right. What are you thinking about? Are you still thinking about it hours, days later? You might want to What I'm gonna, What I'm going to argue with is there's, or what I would like to suggest would be you're never going to escape that. Like you're never going to escape an image that could cause lust. You're, you're going to have to deal with it when you see it. Mm-hmm. In other words, some of the people that I follow, they, yeah, maybe occasionally they put themselves on a bathing show. I'm not going to unfollow the whole account sure. because of that. I'm just going to say, hey, I'm not here to look at this young lady and, and gawk at her. Like, that's not why I'm here. I'm following this person because they're really good at doing reels or they're really good at mm-hmm. promoting hiking or right. travel. Right. I'm trying to learn as much as I can from these people. If I see sometimes some stuff, well, okay, you know, I no, I wouldn't want to put a picture of my wife up there. I would not want to make my account about these kind of images. Okay, yeah, I can say that. Then it's up to me to pass because even if you deleted every one, you're never going to not see it. You're never, you're never going to be to a place in social media, driving down a road, uh, looking at a commercial, watching Netflix, yeah. where you don't see some right. raunchy image or right. something that you really shouldn't be thinking about. And what he suggests in guarding against this 
Heath said, wholesome interests and good thoughts are important. He said, the more numerous wholesome interests we have, the better to keep us from brooding on illegitimate themes. The mind depends to a considerable extent on the body. A good state of health, kept up by plenty of exercise, fresh air, cold water, which I thought was funny, as an effective foe for foul thoughts. And so here's a guy writing in 1901. So he's writing, let's say, 120 years ago. And he's saying, listen, instead of sitting around, and in our world today, I'm telling you, people can sit around in their bedroom all day. A guy could conceivably sit around looking all day at chicks on Instagram or wherever. I mean, because there's no end to it if that's what you choose to do. He's saying, listen, why don't you get out there and start thinking about wholesome things? Mm-hmm. Start getting out of your own little closed-in world where you're having bad thoughts and start focusing on nature around you or hiking or doing things or exercise. Get out there and get some fresh air. If, if you're sitting there struggling with your thoughts and you're thinking bad things, break that pattern. Get out there and do something else. Yeah. It, uh, what's the verse? Whatever is true, noble, righteous, lovely, admirable. Right. Philippians 4.8. Oh, yeah, that's, that's verse. Nice. Yeah, that's it. That's okay. the verse right there. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's a good thing. And I think you got to guard what you look at. You can't just sit around and stare at bad things all day long. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing, so. like, the more you think about things, like, your thoughts will in in time become your words. It's gonna, right. it's like, your brain leaks through your mouth. Right. Your mouth then leaks in, your words become your actions. Right. Your actions become your, your character, whatever the saying is. Right. It, like, it, over time, it's a slippery slope. So things that are not that bad really start adding up. It's like a snowball. It starts out real small. Yeah, absolutely. But once that thing gets rolling, if you don't stop it, right, you're going to be in a world of hurt. And it take like it's like it's like doing a cannonball in a swamp. Right. It's real easy to get into. It's going to take some time to get yourself out. Yeah, that, and you might pick up some leeches along the way too. Yeah. You know, if you're <laughs> if you're in the swamp, I think that there takes a lot. There's a lot of raunchy things. There's a lot of bad stuff in our society. It does take a, a lot of discipline. I think as a, as just as a human, I remember when I was a soccer coach for the girls' soccer team that when those girls were stretching and they didn't really like soccer, they, I wouldn't say they were modest. You know, they were like normal gym shorts and t-shirts and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But when, when it came time for the girls to stretch as a coach, as an assistant coach, I'd turn my back. Because I didn't want them to think. I already knew I wasn't going to be looking at them, but I didn't want them to think I was looking at them. Do you know what I'm saying? Because sometimes yeah, you can right, be doing everything right. you can. You can be looking at a, at a ball on the ground and going to pick it up, and it's near someone's foot. Hey, there, and my leg. I just turn my right, back. Exactly. So they, they there could never be anybody say anything because I had a code, and I still have it. I don't look at teen. I'm not going to notice you. I'm not going to pay attention. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing it. It's a good way to be above reproach. You know what I'm saying? I'm not doing it. So, yeah, I have certain code that I've lived by for years and years and years. I have codes that, hey, you know, my friend's wives, heck no, man. You don't think about them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like in any mm-hmm. kind of bad way at all, you don't yeah. do it. And it, it just takes, because that to me, this is respect, man. This is this is being a, a, a true good man, you know, a guy that can be trustworthy. There's certain things you just don't do. You're yeah. not going to do it. So, exactly. yeah, I mean, and I think that's where the discipline really comes in. He also suggests you got to guard your conversation. He goes, you know, sit around and talk about this stuff all the time. That's going to be an issue. He said, and silence, even a one member, this is a quote by him of a company, will not fail to touch the consciences of the rest for all are in their hearts ashamed of the beast in themselves, which they are permitting to become visible. They say when people, you know, even if you're silent, even if you're kind of taking a stand, you hear people talking about a bunch of stuff they shouldn't be talking about. He said that most people he felt are, and I love how he worded it again, 120 year old writing, ashamed of the beast in themselves, which they are permitting to become visible. The, that mm-hmm. beast in ourselves. And if we don't acknowledge that nature, that natural beastly nature that yeah. is can be untamed. I mean, 
There's part of us inside that could be untamed and wild yeah. and it raunchy. Starts leaking out. It, leaking out. you got to guard against that. And he also says, obviously, then you've got to stay moral in what you're doing. You know, you have to say and be committed in your heart. I'm going to be a moral person. I'm not going to lust out these women. I'm going to be faithful. You're a married guy. I'm a married guy. From our perspective, we're going to be 100% faithful to our spouses Absolutely. and not do anything at all that's going to be a distraction Absolutely. from that. Yeah, right. so you, you it there's defensive ways of doing it, guarding your thoughts, your words, your actions, having an accountability partner, having someone to discuss good things with. Right. Don't be uh, necessarily just cutting it up and foul jokes is locker room kind of talk and yeah no because all these things they start to stick and if right. you if you're dwelling on them it's well, one thing slow. i like about the the seven deadly sins and he and then it's the seven uh, cardinal virtues he wrote a lot of these things are in the way that you think like pride i mean can be an issue which we've already covered oh, yeah. that in a podcast we've covered greed in a podcast and we're covering lust in a podcast and what it's really pointing out is that a lot of the things in our own human nature can tend to wander into paths where they shouldn't be. It can mm-hmm. tend to get where you don't want to be. And so from that perspective, just recognizing your own innate issues, you got to deal with it. You can't allow these monsters inside your brain to run around unchecked because yeah. they're going to find yeah. a way to unlock a door and get out and cause you problems in another area. So oh, yeah. lust is a deadly sin, definitely one to be avoided. And the next podcast we do, we're actually going to be talking about uh, comments that are made by C.S. Lewis and Mayor Christianity, where he wrote about morality. And I think that would be an important one too. So you guys can tune in to the next podcast. Thanks for listening. We appreciate it. Feel free to share it and have a great day.